Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning, London time, on Thursday the 28th of September. Germany and Spain both offer initial estimates of September consumer price inflation data today. There are base effects at work, and energy price inflation has come back into focus. For the German numbers, the expectation is for a fairly significant slowdown in the headline rate of inflation, and for Spain, a moderate increase in the headline rate. There are a few details in today's numbers, such as the nature of preliminary data, but the likelihood is that the transitory durable goods price inflation story remains in disinflation territory. In fact, we're at the point where a global declaration of victory about transitory inflation is probably valid. The profit-led inflation story is under more focus. Spain was perhaps earlier in identifying and tackling that form of inflation and was certainly earlier than Germany. And so in Germany, there is likely to be more of a disinflation force remaining around profit-led inflation. From the States, we get final second quarter GDP data. It's important to note that this is not, in fact, the final attempt at estimating second quarter GDP growth. This is just a clever marketing spin. GDP will be revised again and again over the coming decades. Nevertheless, the expectation today is for relatively little change in the headline rate of growth, or indeed in the price indices. However, economic data has become less reliable in real time, which is why US Federal Reserve Chair Powell's fixation with data dependency, rather than actually having a plan, is so troubling. We have seen some big historical revisions in other countries, like the UK, which have completely transformed the economic narrative. In the ongoing fiscal farce in the United States, the Senate has voted to extend the budget and avert a shutdown for a little over two weeks, with a sizable bipartisan majority behind the measure. A cynic might suggest that the measure was less about extending the shutdown process and more about making life difficult for House Speaker McCarthy, who will struggle to get anything like the Senate bill past the more extreme wing of the Republican Party caucus. To show the seriousness of the occasion, senators have spent time discussing and voting on a resolution that insists members of the Senate will have to put on their big boy trousers. The Senate passed a dress code resolution which puts members of the Senate into long trousers and out of shorts. Admittedly, any improvement to the sartorial style is to be welcomed in a country that thinks a backwards baseball cap is an acceptable mode of dress, but this is possibly not the best use of legislators' time right now. Elsewhere, there is some European confidence data that can easily be ignored. US initial jobless claims are likely to create their normal brief flutter of interest and excitement, but are not really a huge market focus at the moment. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.